God is not a God of disorder or confusion, but is the God of peace. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have a faith that can move mountains but do not have love, I am nothing. We also have the prophetic message as something completely reliable, and you will do well to pay attention to it as to a light shining in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning stars rise in your hearts. You are tuning into the Tribe of Christians podcast with host Brandon Dawson, the chief sinner, bringing you a peace of mind, clarity, insight, and perspective to the world you live in by the word of God, featuring the latest updates on end time prophecy news. Don't, Don't forget, forget to subscribe to the, to the Tribe, Tribe of Christians, Christians broadcast, either on Stitcher, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, Podbean, SoundCloud, Facebook, or YouTube at tribeofchristians.com. Without further ado, here is your host and teacher, The Chief Sinner. Welcome and thank you for tuning in to the Tribe of Christians podcast. I'm your host and teacher, Brandon Dawson. The Lord has revealed to me why he has not reaffirmed President Trump for a second term, which I'm going to share those reasons with you and what it means for the future of our nation under a Biden-Harris presidency. who are watching this video right now through our social media pages like Facebook and YouTube, uh, I want to encourage you guys to, when you get a moment, to head over to our website, sign up uh, and subscribe on our website, and also to go over to our podcast and subscribe to the Tribal Christians podcast. We are on every single, ma every single major podcast platform out there, including Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon, iTunes and Google and also Podbean. So if you guys uh, just head over to our website and if you just click on any of those podcast icons right there, it will direct you to that particular podcast platform, whichever one you prefer, where you can click and follow our podcast. I also want to encourage you guys to do that because as you can tell with big tech censorship, it's only a matter of time when they start going after Christians and conservatives and they start censoring our voice like they already have and they start shutting us down. And so if they happen to remove the Tribe of Christians uh, Facebook page or our YouTube channel account, you guys will already be connected through our website and you will still be able to get updates on all of our words and videos that we release. Now, for those of you guys who are listening right now through the Tribe of Christians podcast, uh, you guys are listening from all over the world. Um, I don't know, like I said, I don't know how long our page and our media is going to be up and running on those platforms, but right now they are still up and running, and there are videos right there on our YouTube channels uh, that I have released that aren't, are not included in our podcast. So I want to encourage you guys, while it's still there, to head over to our YouTube channel uh, to subscribe, check out those videos, and the videos are also featured on our media section of our website. So the purpose of this message is uh, to bring you guys hope, to give you encouragement. As always, I'm going to reveal to you guys why prophecies have failed us, why God has not reaffirmed President Trump for a second term, and not only why he allowed for Biden and Harris to enter into the presidency, 
but specifically the manner in which they were elected. And I'm talking about the fraud because there is a specific reason to it. Now, everything that has happened has been, in fact, an incredible, very incredible act of grace on the Lord's part, grace for our nation, for the president and for the body of Christ. Now, right now, it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel that way. It doesn't feel like God's grace. Uh, it feels like we are completely surrounded by evil. Uh, but if you will, please just give me a moment to re-encourage you guys uh, and to assure you that there are much greater things that are happening right now that are bigger than you and I. They're bigger than our nation. They're much bigger than the president of the United States. And because uh, everything that is occurring right now has to deal with biblical prophecy. It has to deal with Israel. It has to deal with events that occurred in 2019. It has a lot to deal with abortion. And it also has to deal with coming judgment and restoration. So there's a ton going on right now. A ton of stuff that unfortunately no one else is talking about. Now it's going to take a lot of patience. It's going to take a lot of wisdom, a lot of understanding. It's going to take love and it's going to take a lot of faith uh, to understand what's going on. And I believe the end result of everything, of all of this will be for the glory of the Lord, for the uh, revelation of his saving grace and for the unity of his kingdom, of his people. Now, Bible prophecy is always focused and centered on Israel, God's chosen people. From the beginning all the way to the very end, from the book of Genesis all the way through the book of Revelation, through the entire Bible is focused on God through his people, Israel. Now, that has never changed and it will Never, ever change. The Bible tells us that salvation came through the Jews, that Jesus was born through the lineage of David from the tribe of Judah. God's covenant was given first to Abraham, which was then passed down through the generations of Israel. And he has never forsaken that covenant, although Israel has forsaken him. And that covenant was later reaffirmed and reestablished in the New Testament through his son Jesus. Now Deuteronomy chapter 32 verses 8 through 12. It tells us that when the Most High gave the nations their inheritance. When he divided all mankind. He set up boundaries for the peoples. According to the number of the sons of Israel. For the Lord's portion. Okay. His people Jacob. His allotted inheritance. In the desert land he found them. And the barren and howling waste he shielded him and cared for him he guarded him as the apple of his eye like an eagle that stirs up its nest and hovers over its young that spreads its wings to catch them and carries them aloft the lord alone led him no foreign god was with him now that's not just in reference to israel but that's specifically dealing with the lord jesus and his inheritance his portion which is israel God has founded every single nation on the face of the earth. He founded all of them. And he gave each of these nations a purpose and a boundary, dividing a point of giving these nations a limit and a purpose to the extent of each nation. Now, this also includes the United States. And however, among all the nations of the world, from every kingdom and king that has ever existed, God chose only one of them as his inheritance, and that's Israel. 
Now, the Bible tells us also in Daniel chapter 2, verses 21, that God changes the times and the seasons. He deposes kings and raises up others. He gives wisdom to the wise and the knowledge to the discerning. Now, I know what you guys are thinking. God did not do this. God didn't steal the election from Donald Trump. The Democrats and the liberals have done this. God will never do or allow such an evil thing that's occurred. And you guys, uh, in some aspects, are correct. God doesn't steal anything. God does not sin and he does not make mistakes. However, what God does do is like how the Bible says, Romans 8, 28, all things work together for the good of those who love Christ Jesus. The Bible tells us that all things, everything was made by him, for him, and through him, for Jesus. God is completely sovereign. The sun rises on the just and the unjust. He causes it to rain on both the righteous and the un unrighteous both. There is nothing and no one outside of the complete sovereignty of the Lord God, including Satan and his demons. Evil and good both are all under the sovereignty and control of the Lord. And so again, you guys are right. God did not steal the election. The enemy has done this, but God has allowed it to happen. He has allowed the enemy to rise up into the presidency of the United States. And trust me, believe me when I tell you, there is a purpose for it. There is a reason for it. And there are many great things that are going to come. Greater things far beyond the presidency of the United States that are greater than President Trump, that are greater than any of us and greater than any nation. Because God is just. He is faithful to every single word in his Bible, every T and every I that is dotted. He's truthful and carrying out not only prophecies, but he's also faithful in every single blessing and curse that's announced. God is faithful. Now, if there is anything that I want you guys to take away from all this is that you can trust him. You can trust the Lord God. You can trust his word in every single one of us, all of us. We need to take that a lot more seriously. we got to start living more intentionally. Now, all these people who are out there mocking the president, uh, mocking President Trump, uh, they're mocking Republicans and they're mocking the conservatives and, and the Bible. Believe me when I tell you their time is indeed coming very soon. And all the Christians, all the folks out there who have taken God for granted, who have taken his word for granted, who have taken grace for granted, all those evangelists and the self-proclaimed prophets out there who profited thousands and millions of dollars off of God's word and have extorted God's kingdom for gain. Those days are over. There's no more in between. There is no more gray line. There is no more lukewarmness. There's no more middle ground. God has drawn the line in the sand, and it's time that we figure out which side of that line that we're going to be on. And we better get there quickly. And so if you want to understand why God raises up or disposes of certain kings, all you have to do is look to biblical prophecy concerning Israel. Now, there are two very significant signs which occurred at the beginning of President Trump's presidency. And both of those signs foretold exactly what we are seeing today. And there was one sign specifically that occurred even in the years before President Trump became president also reaffirming what we are seeing today, which is why I'm so surprised that so many people completely missed this, just flat out got it wrong. They missed it. These things that are happening now are greater. Like I said, they're greater than the president of the United States. And what we're dealing with here 
is indeed a fulfillment of prophecy in direct connection to Israel. So if you guys want to understand what's happening and why it's happening, all you got to do is take a look back at those signs that occurred and what exactly happened leading up to this very point. So I'm going to explain some of those signs to you and give you uh, relay the message that the Lord has given to me concerning the present. So in 2014 and 2015, there was a significant sign that occurred over the earth through the four blood moon tetrad. Now, for those two years in a row, in 2014 and 2015, a blood moon fell on significant Jewish festivals and holidays. They fell on Passover and also the Feast of Tabernacles. Now, in the Bible, especially in biblical prophecy, the moon symbolizes Israel and the sun always symbolizes the Gentile nations. Now, this is why Israel's calendar system uh, in the Hebrew calendar is lunar based. It's based off of the moon. And the Gregorian calendar, which we follow, uh, is based off of the sun. Now, Passover relates to the events of Israel's exodus from Egypt. The last plague that God sent over the Egyptians was the plague of death over the firstborn male of each household. Now, God told the Israelites to mark their doorposts with the blood of, the blood of a lamb. And when the angel of death was hovering over and he saw the blood of that lamb, they would pass, he would pass over that door and would not enter that home. Now, in present day time, the blood of the lamb represents Jesus. As the, true, as the true sacrificial blood offering over our doorposts, the wages of sin are death. And so Jesus died on the cross so that we could have everlasting eternal life. Now, the Feast of Tabernacles is also connected to the events uh, after Israel's exodus of Egypt and is connected to the Ark of the Covenant, where the Ark of the Lord's Covenant dwelled among the Israelites in the desert in a tent long before the very first Jewish temple was built by King Solomon. So the blood moons signified and represented to us that judgment would fall on the nations in connection to the Lord's people Israel. It was a signal and a grave warning to the Gentile nations of something that was going to happen. Now the blood red moon occurring on the Feast of Tabernacles tells us that, or it told us that God's presence would dwell with Israel and that Israel would prevail. Now, when President Trump took office in January of 2017, in his first year as president, there was also two other very significant signs that occurred that year. Both of those signs also foretold uh, of all the events that we are now seeing. So none of this is actually new. On August 21st, 2017, we witnessed what we call the Great American Total Solar Eclipse. Now, this was extremely significant. It was very rare because, the, in fact, the last solar eclipse that occurred over our nation was actually in 1923, and it was only visible from Oregon to Texas. So the entire nation didn't uh, witness that solar eclipse. Now, again, in the Bible, the sun always symbolizes Gentile nations. And in connection to the end times and the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, the Bible tells us in Joel chapter 2, verses 28 through 32, that in the time where God will judge the nations, 
for what they've done to Israel, God's inheritance. The Bible tells us that God will turn the moon blood red and will darken the sun. Okay. And afterward, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your old men will dream dreams. Your young men will see visions. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days. That's concerning the end times. I will show wonders in the heavens and on the earth, blood and fire and billows of smoke. The sun will be turned to dark uh, and the moon to blood before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. And everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. And so the solar eclipse that occurred over our nation foretold, told us, that judgments were about to fall on our nation, okay, future tense, for an event which would be connected to Israel, God's people. And then on September 23rd, 2017, the very next month right after that, um, all of this again occurring in the first year of President Trump's year uh, in office as president. So there was also a very another, another significant sign that occurred September 23rd, 2017, that they called the Great Revelation 12 sign. Now, Revelation uh, chapter 12 is very symbolic concerning not just the end times, but it also deals with the war between the enemy, Satan, who is the serpent, and the kingdom of God. And I'm going to briefly explain some of the symbols to you in that passage, because like I said, these things uh, that are going on, they're, they're going to be coming in coming days. We're going to see a lot of this stuff start to happen and over the nation. So it's very important that we understand these symbols and these signs and what's taking place. So on September 23rd, 2017, uh, there appeared in the stars and the constellations, and the skies over the earth, the sign which resembled Revelation chapter 12. Now, in Revelation 12, there are actually two signs that are appearing. Now, the first sign is the sign of a woman who is clothed with the sun. The moon is at her feet, and there are 12, uh, she, 12 stars that are crowned over her head. And she's giving birth to a male child. And after the birth of this child, a second sign appears, which is the sign of the dragon, the enemy, who wages war against the woman and her offspring. So the woman goes into hiding into the wilderness for three and a half years. Now that, uh, that number is very significant, and it's a consistent theme uh, in the end times, dealing with the tribulation period. In the seven-year tribulation period, it's split up into two sections, the first uh, by three and a half years in the first half and three and a half years in the second half. Now, I want to make sure that I uh, say very clearly that I do not believe that this is the end times, at least not yet. I don't believe this has to deal with uh, the rise of the Antichrist. As, if I, as I have said in previous videos, I don't believe any of that. I believe actually this is just uh, a faithfulness of God and his word. And I believe that God is just dealing with some things in our nation and some of the other nations that have um, that are a part of what's happening. Now, I believe that, uh, like I said, the end result is going to be uh, an incredible thing, an outpouring and unity of the Lord's people. And yes, it will draw us closer to the end times when it's all said and done. Now, the 12 stars crowned on this woman's head uh, represent the foundation of God's kingdom. 
Now, it's first uh, represented through the 12 tribes of Israel, who are the 12 sons of Jacob. And secondly, it represents the 12 apostles, who were the 12 disciples of Christ. Now, the Son also represents the Gentile nations as the kingdom of God. The gospel message went throughout all of the nations of the earth. And the moon represents Israel, which was uh, the very foundation of that kingdom. As the Bible tells us, that salvation came through the Jews because Jesus was born through the lineage of David and from the tribe of Judah. And that also represents the promises and the faithfulness of God in his word. He is faithful to his word. Now, the child that is born represents both Jesus and it also represents the church and the nation of Israel being rebirthed or reformed, 1948. Now, the United States is exclusively and very divinely connected to the purpose of Israel. Israel was reestablished as a nation in 1948 after the events of the Holocaust. The United States became the first nation to formally recognize the sovereignty of Israel as a nation. And also, we were the nation through Harry Truman who actually gave Israel the finances and the funds to rebuild or to, to build, rebuild as a nation. So, and then in 1967, through the Six-Day War, Israel actually won and captured the sovereignty over Jerusalem from Jordan, uh, from Jordan, from Syria, Egypt, and Palestine. So in 2017, at President Trump's first year in office as president, Israel was actually celebrating the 70th year anniversary of the victory over Jerusalem. Interestingly, President Trump also was turning 70 years old. Now, as I always tell everybody, there is no such thing as a coincidence in biblical prophecy. And so this is why people prophesied of Trump's appointment as uh, president and liken him to the Persian King Cyrus, who commissioned uh, King Cyrus gave the commission to Israel to rebuild the second Jewish temple as well as the wall through Nehemiah. Now, God appointed. He did, in fact, appoint President Trump in a time that was purposed to bring restoration to Israel, to Jerusalem, and the house of Judah, as prophesied in Zechariah chapter 12. Now, something very important that many scholars and many people don't understand is that although Israel was indeed reformed as a nation in 1948, and although that they won Jerusalem, they still do not have complete sovereignty over all of their land yet. It is not fully happened yet. And God has promised to restore all of the land of Israel, their entire land, back to his people. And according to Ezekiel chapter 39 and Ezekiel uh, chapter 40, okay, at the very beginning of the foundations where they rebuild the third Jewish temple, it says very specifically that all 12 tribes are restored to their specifically allotted land in Israel. And that's very important to know that. And so President Trump's purpose, his very purpose, was to help uh, kickstart that off, to help bring restoration to Israel, to help acknowledge the sovereignty of Israel. And so on September 23rd, the constellations of Virgo and Leo, along with the planets of Mercury, Mars, and Venus, they form in such a way to uh, perfectly give, to perfectly symbolize the image of Revelation 12. The constellations, uh, the constellation Leo is a lion. 
The tribe of Judah is symbolized through a lion. Jesus is the lion of Judah. And the constellation Virgo is a woman. And the other very significant thing about this particular sign in Revelation chapter 12 is that it occurred in September, which is the holiest month on the Hebrew calendar, the Feast of Tabernacles, Rosh Hashanah, the Day of Atonement. All of those things occur in September on the Hebrew Jewish calendar. Now, the number 12 is also very symbolic in the Bible, and it represents and symbolizes government. The number 21 in the Bible is the number 12 backwards. Number 21 symbolizes wickedness, rebellion, and lawlessness, which implying a wicked, rebellious, and evil government. And so what this sign foretold to us, uh, what it told us was that there was coming a great fight between the kingdom of God and the enemy. And through this battle, I believe incredible things would be birthed and brought forth from this battle, including the affirmation and the establishment of Israel's land and an outpouring of the Holy Spirit, bringing a complete full harvest to the church. Now, up until 2019, everything was on track. All of this was happening. Great things were happening. Uh, we were prospering. Uh, the nations were acknowledging Israel's sovereignty and they were moving their embassies to Jerusalem. Biblical prophecy was unfolding right in front of our eyes. And then something devastating happened, which ultimately unleashed judgment upon this nation. And that is the very reason why God has removed President Trump from the presidency. Now, 2019 was the Hebrew year 5779, the year of Tet, T-E-T. Now, the ninth letter in the Hebrew alphabet is the letter Tet. It's also the numerical value of nine. Tet is a periodical letter, okay, in that it reveals both good and evil. The form of the letter is actually inverted, which suggests hidden goodness like that of a pregnant woman. However, sometimes the potential for goodness and perversion, uh, or the potential of goodness is perverted. And impurity and filth uh, results. Also, where in times where it may look like evil is prospering, but in reality, God is doing something incredible. Tet is also represented the two possibilities of man, good and evil. The part of Tet are the same. Um, the parts of Tet are the same as the parts of Chet, but the difference appears in the vav or the aspect of the letter that represents man. Now, the letter Tet can picture either the, uh, the man that is in rebellion before the Lord, or it can picture the man that is surrendered to him. Now, when a man is bowed down before the crowned man, taking upon himself his yoke, then his soul is subject to the discipline of the Lord, and the ninefold fruit of the Spirit will grow and manifest in his life. So, this man will die to himself in all that is outside the yoke of Christ. Now, on the other hand, on the opposite, if the soul refuses to bow down and instead it rebels, the inner life will take on the characteristics of the serpent, Satan. And if that man chooses to live for himself, relying on his own inner sense of strength and his own ability, he will share the fate of Satan and will eat the dust or the stuff of flesh. Okay, so this principle can be seen in the story of Moses and his staff. The staff represents the scepter of Moses' human authority, which God 
asked to be thrown down in obedience to him. And so when he did so, the carnal staff was transformed to become these, the spiritual staff of the Lord. And even though it still contained the principle of the serpent within it, and later Moses sinned actually by using this staff in a carnal way by striking a rock twice, indicating that he attempted to retake his own, uh, his own authority instead of yielding to the will of the Lord. And that's ultimately why Moses never got to enter in the promised land and why the first generation of Israelites died in the desert. And so in 2019, okay, we actually prophesied, that word is up there on our website, we prophesied that there was indeed going to be a chain of events that will unfold concerning that fight, concerning abortion, concerning uh, pride, that things were about to kick off. And then what happened? Sure enough, January 22nd, 2019, the first fulfillment of that word came to pass when our nation passed late-term abortion in the state of New York through the Women's Reproductive Health Act, which allowed the murdering of a, a full-term unborn baby. And then, as if that wasn't enough, six days after that, after the passing of late-term abortion, our nation did something even more evil. Okay, on January 28th, our nation, yes, through the leadership of President Donald Trump, unveiled his Middle East peace plan between Israel and the Palestinians that would have divided up Israel's land and it would have given majority of the West Bank to the Palestinians, which is the area of the West Bank. That area is the area of Judah and the eastern part of Jerusalem. Judea is Judah's allotted inheritance, the Lord's inheritance. Now, let me explain something to you guys about this really quick. This is extremely, very significant, very important. We can't get this wrong. Every single one of us needs to be thanking the Lord that this plan failed. Okay, Every one of us needs to thank the Lord for this tremendous act of grace that he did not allow this plan to move forward because in reference to the end times, all right, these seven year tribulation period, okay, with the Antichrist, when the Lord judges the nations at the time in which the Bible calls the time of Jacob's trouble, okay, the main event, that one, one singular event that kicks off the tribulation period, all right, is when the nations divide up God's land, Israel, all right, it says it right there in Joel chapter 3, verses 1 and 2. Listen to this. In those days and at that time when I restore the fortunes of Judah and Jerusalem, okay, I will gather all nations and bring them down to the valley of Jehoshaphat. There I will put them on trial for what they did to my inheritance, my people Israel, because they scattered my people among the nations and divided up my land. Okay, Joel chapter 3 verses 1 and 2, it doesn't get more clear than that. And as I mentioned before, God appointed President Trump to help bring restoration to the Jewish people in Israel, not division. Zechariah chapter 12 clearly tells us that the very first thing that the Lord will do concerning the end times in Israel is first establish Judah and Jerusalem. That the area, that's the area of the West Bank and Jerusalem. And so because of this, okay, because of that, the Lord actually decreed judgment and disaster over our nation. And he cut President Trump off from the presidency and he gave it to Biden and Harris. 
And if you you have to look at the poeticness of this, you've got to look at the uh, profound wisdom in how God has does, done this. Okay, there is no one else who would, could have done something like this other than God. And it's profound. Israel is not ours to give away. It does not belong to the United States. There is no way, shape, or form the United States should have any say whatsoever uh, who to allot land to in Israel. In fact, I believe uh, the United States should um, affirm the sovereignty of Israel, of anything. Because Israel, it belongs to God and the Jewish people. That would have been theft. And so, in a way, God uh, did use, he used us and the president exactly uh, what we attempted to do uh, to him and his inheritance. He allowed the presidency to be stolen because we nearly divided up and gave, up his, gave away his land, which did not belong to us. So, March 5th, 2019, the Lord God spoke to me a very strong rebuke, and he decreed a word of judgment and a word of disaster over this nation. Now, I'm not going to get into the full extent of that word. If you guys want to read it, it is published on our website uh, concerning judgment coming to the nation in New York. And I've talked about this numerous times. Uh, but in that word, he specifically told me that he would begin to carry it out within one year of that word. And so what happened March, March of 2020, um, coronavirus began and everything uh, completely just Domino effect and went downhill ever since. Now, on September 25th, the Lord also gave me another vision and he gave me a word of warning. In that vision, the Lord revealed to me that Kamala Harris would be appointed to the presidency of the United States. And that appointment would signify destruction coming to the northeast coast, specifically Washington, D.C. and New York City. That word has to deal with the demonic being Lilith. Now, if you guys go to our website and you go to the prophetic session of our website, you'll see that the Lord has already revealed all of this stuff to us going all the way back to 2000 and, excuse me, 2017. So uh, none of this is new. Now, just one sin is all that it takes to completely convict and condemn a person or a nation. One sin can overturn an entire lifetime of good and righteous accomplishments. That's all it takes. And when we take that for granted, when we, when we write off one sin over another, we have made God's laws and his, and his decrees, we've moved it from absolute authority to relative truth. There is no such thing as a greater or lesser sin. In all of them, every single one of them, all of God's commandments, uh, all the sins, everything have the same consequences, no matter how great or how small. In the eyes of man, in our eyes, okay, a single bite from the forbidden fruit, what happened in the beginning in the Garden of Eden. A single bite from the forbidden fruit seemed harmless compared to murder. But in the end, okay, it was that one bite that put ourselves to the death. So every act of faith is significant. Just as much as every biblical law is significant, no matter how great or how small. And we have got to stop picking and choosing which parts of God's word that we want to obey and which parts that we want to ignore. 
And that's exactly what's happening. That's what's happening right now. And in one instance, where we saw, um, we, where we saw all the good things that President Trump was doing over our nation, while on the other hand, we completely ignored the fact that we literally almost divided up the land of Israel, nearly kicking off the end times. Then August 3rd, 2020, this past August, I did a prophetic word concerning the year 2021, 5781. I revealed to you guys exactly what was coming in connection to everything that's happening in the number 21. Now, in the Bible, the number 21 symbolizes rebellion. It symbolizes wickedness and lawlessness. The number 20, uh, the 21st Hebrew letter in the Hebrew alphabet is the letter Shin. The letter Shin means teeth. It means to press and sharp. And it also can represent the divine judgments of God as we foretold what was coming. Now, sadly, many people, okay, now we're looking at, looking at the prophetic aspect of this, of Trump's presidency. Sadly, many people profited off of President Trump's 2016 election into the presidency, including a lot of people within the church. And many evangelists, TV evangelists, pastors, uh, self-proclaimed prophets, all these guys profited and they prospered off of Trump's appointment to the presidency for personal gain. They sold their prophecies in books and in movies for profit and for gain. And they raped in, uh, reaped in millions uh, and thousands of dollars in royalties and ads through their videos and on social media for their ministries. And they took up tons of money uh, for speaking events. And so where 2016, the 2016 prophecies about Trump served as an affirmation of Trump's appointment, they took what God meant to be an extension of his grace, and it was a conditional word, conditional based upon our obedience. And they took it and they, uh, they took it and they extorted it for gain instead. Now, the sons, uh, the sons of the prophet and priest Eli did the very same exact thing, and they were put to the death for treating the Lord's offering and his sacrifices with contempt. It's found in 1 Samuel chapter 2, verses 17. And it was because of Eli and his sons that Israel had this great apostasy and this falling away. Now, rather than Israel seeking the Lord, they took upon themselves to try and defeat their enemies, and they lost, resulting in the Ark of the Covenant to be captured by the Philistines. So in consequence, listen to what the Lord said to Eli concerning his sons. All right? I promised that members of your family would minister before me forever. Okay, Now that sounds familiar. Okay? The Lord gave us a prophetic word concerning the president, President Trump. Uh, president Trump will be... Uh, Trump will be president over the United States, all right? But now the Lord declares, far be it from me. Those who honor me, I will honor. But those who despise me will be despised. The time is coming when I will cut short your strength and the strength of your priestly house so that no one in it will reach old age. And you will see distress in my dwelling, okay? Our nation is in distress, and there we're, we're seeing things that we have never seen to this level in our nation. And although good will be done to Israel, no one in your family, in your family line, will ever reach old age. Every one of you uh, that I do not cut off from serving at my altar, I will spare only to destroy your sight and sap up your strength. And all of your descendants will die the prime of life. 
And what happens to your two sons will be a sign to you that will both die on the same day. I will raise up for myself a faithful priest who will do according to what is in my heart and in my mind. This is concerning Samuel. And I will firmly establish his priestly house, and they will minister before my anointed one always. Now, in today's time, these Christian leaders have done the same apostasies that the uh, Eli and his sons committed by treating the Lord's offering and his sacrifice with contempt. And this is also specifically how they have treated Jesus and how they have treated the prophetic words of the Lord. Now, therefore, their prophecies concerning Trump's 2020 re-election have failed. And I believe that these things are happening uh, that are happening now were also of the things that are happening now concerning the election fraud and with Biden and Harris's election, okay? I believe that they were hidden from all these other people so that uh, these people would not continue to profit off of the Lord's work and they would not continue to deceive the body of Christ. It has resulted in this massive confusion across the body of Christ and perhaps leading many people away from the body and away from the church in doubt. And so in reality, all of this has been a tremendous, tremendous act of grace. Now, as I said, had that plan moved forward and had Israel and Palestine agreed to that plan, God would have completely destroyed this nation completely. But he isn't doing that. And although, okay, although that we're going to be going through this period of judgment, the Bible tells us that God disciplines those he loves. And I believe just as God was faithful to Israel, God will raise up others who will minister before the Lord again in truth and in obedience. And they're not going to extort their positions or their callings for gain or for publicity. I believe the Lord will deal swiftly against his enemies, okay, all the people that conspired through dishonest gain, okay, this includes both in the church, also including the election and the Democrats. And I believe uh, all this will restore faith in the Lord. It will bring people back to him, okay? All the faith that was eroded by these false teachers and these false prophets, I believe God is gonna restore that faith. I also believe that there will be indeed a great victory just as the Lord God solely won the battle against the Philistines of the Ark of his covenant without a single help or aid from any man or nation, he will move again by his spirit. Because, you know, in 1 Samuel chapter four and five, when the enemy had the Ark of the Covenant, while Israel was in complete mourning of their loss, God was moving on the other side, beyond their sight, and was completely destroying their enemies. So God is both just and faithful on both sides of the fence. And I believe that we will again see the return of the glory of the Lord. Repentance, I believe, will be brought forth, ushering in a complete era of incredible revival. Now, as you go, proclaim this message. The kingdom of heaven has come near. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse those who have leprosy, drive out demons. Freely you have been given, freely give. Matthew 10, 7 through 8. Okay, all these words, everything that the Lord has given to us, He didn't charge us for it. We didn't have to give a sacrifice for it or an offering. Everything that we have was given through, to us through an act of grace. And so... I believe what God is doing, like I said, is moving through a great work that in the end ultimately is going to lead to the unity of his people, 
to revival and great repentance. So no matter what, guys, uh, I just want to encourage you, don't lose faith. Don't lose hope. Stay encouraged. Stay hopeful. Keep running the great. Keep running the race. Keep fighting the good fight of faith. Stay encouraged and do not give up. Dear Heavenly Father, God, we thank you so much for who you are and for your son, Jesus. We thank you for your precious Holy Spirit in your word. Lord, I pray and I ask for comfort and understanding that people would see and understand the work you are doing in our nation. I ask, Lord, that you may cause a great harvest from these tribulations that we are going through. And I ask also that people may hear and believe in your word and that, that would, and that they would return to you, O Lord. I pray for the repentance of our nation and for all people, and that you may be glorified in Jesus' name. Amen. Now you can find more great teachings just like this one on our website at tribeofchristians.com. Also, don't forget to like, share, subscribe, and follow us to receive updates and to help us spread the gospel message. This concludes this episode's broadcast. Stay encouraged, keep running your race, keep fighting the good fight of faith, and may God bless you and continue to be with you always.